0: Season three, episode nine, chapter forty-four. No exit. With Riverdale in disarray following Hiram's takeover, Veronica leads the charge against her father after he takes aim at Le Bon-Nuit. Yay, we're back from the mid-season break. Yikes. So we're behind on Riverdale.
1: <laughs> yeah, we are.
0: Yeah. Uh, January hit us hard. So we're going to try to get caught up. We've seen chapters 44, 45, and 46.
1: We've seen everything.
0: We've seen everything as of our recording. So now it's
1: time to talk about it. So
0: we're not going to pretend like, you know, ooh, I wonder what's going to happen next. Yeah, Yeah, we won't
1: have a next time on for these few episodes.
0: We're not going to play that game. This is a really shitty, like, season premiere episode. Because that's what this has to be. It's a horrible re-entry into Riverdale. Yeah, it's not good. It's bad. Super bad, but you
1: know, I think the nice thing is that we felt good about some of the later episodes that we've watched. It got now.
0: better, but I feel like I'm uh, I'm doing like the heroes roller coaster. Like great episode. This is garbage. This is also garbage. Ooh, that's good. That's really good. Ooh, ooh, that's gr- ah
1: fuck. Let's <laughs> say this: if their finale stoops to the level of this episode, we've got some very serious questions to ask ourselves before season four. And
0: as of this recording, Riverdale has officially been renewed for season four
1: yeah well Mm -hmm. we'll see if we're renewed for season four by the end of this journey all
0: right we we, yeah all right let's recap the recap
1: cassidy stuck up the gang then they were part of the shadow lake murders the warden killed himself after the jail betty confronts the sisters of quiet mercy then she becomes the griffin queen gotta help all the kids mom warns jughead archie goes to canada and jughead is stuck outside riverdale witness archie andrews and my first immediate note was fucking eye roll
0: yeah so archie is in a cabin he's cooking he's got vegas with him which i do love that we see him we've got jughead narration talking about skywalker and Dagobah. fuck you no Uh, but he's in the canadian hinterlands he can't go home and he's stuck there but back in riverdale the crime rate in town had risen there has been for instance a series of daring cat burglaries and we see cheryl and tony entering in through a window into cheryl's home with like super sexy cat masks and they dump a bunch of cash and jewelry on the bed and i fucking hate this shit this is such privileged bullshit
1: i get cheryl doing this i do
0: i do because she's fucking bored Cheryl makes sense. Why the fuck would Tony be involved in this? Tony got used to the privileged life very fast. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like... At all. This is bullshit. No. And stop fucking calling her TT. It's gross. Tony is so much better
1: than this. Tony has so much more good story to give out of her. And Cheryl does too. They
0: they did. They gave Cheryl like a lovely like backstory they gave her a love interest and they're making it fucking horrible it's fucking gross it's horrible also it totally throws out all the character growth we had gotten from cheryl she re- you tried to make her into a sympathetic character and she can still be catty and she can still like to create chaos but not be a horrible person
1: choni is one of the things i loved about season two
0: yeah, it was one of the few things. And they I love great. Tony, a strong girl, but different, a different type of strong girl. And the opposite of Cheryl. Yes. In a good way. Yeah. So but, they, yeah.
1: they've cheapened these two characters mm-hmm. and I'm scared that they're just going to have to fucking write them off. No, they're going to
0: kill one of them and it's going to end up being Tony. Of course. Because you can't kill Cheryl. Too many people like her. I love her and I just hate this. It's just,
1: ugh, no, I'm I'm stupid. furious at it.
0: We see Jughead walking through school with his retro headphones and Moose and Kevin in their full ROTC regalia say, break it up, school rules, no physical contact, has to be kept to a minimum. And Tony and Cheryl are just like, that doesn't make any sense. We haven't had any seizures for weeks. Everything that's been tested has come back negative. You just want to enforce these rules like the crypto fascist you are. And also adorable, Tony and Cheryl are dressed like the characters Dion and Cher from Clueless. Meh. It's adorable. I Moose love it.
1: and Kevin are spaced out of their fucking minds, though. Oh, yeah. They are total space cases.
0: Yeah, they're, there's no way they're not still doing fizzle rocks. Oh, yeah. So we get more Jughead narration. And though above ground, Riverdale was a haunted shell of its former self underground at Veronica's Le Bonne Life was beautiful. And we see Josie singing Cabaret. She's doing a great, you know, she's doing that whole 20s flapper thing. It's great. Worked really great. Ashley Murray's voice is gorgeous. We get Reggie and Veronica together. You know, the kegs are tapped out. We've got more empty bottles than full. And even your mocktails are selling out tonight. It's nuts. You know, Veronica's very pleased with herself. And Reggie is looking uh, very longingly at Veronica. We cut to the Cooper household and somebody wakes up screaming. Betty jumps. What was that? No, not again. Uh, and then Jughead pops up next to her in her bed. So he that's where he's staying.
1: I mean, <laughs> things
0: are getting real familiar in the cl- Cooper house. Yeah, but it's not fine, in a care.
1: weird way. They're just like, uh, Jug's staying over being dad serpent king, I guess. Whatever. He's to, just like go back to bed, jockhead.
0: You know, hopefully, it didn't wake up my mom. We go downstairs, and all of the kids from the Sisters of Quiet Mercy are downstairs. And one girl was screaming, "Oh, the Gargoyle King! He's coming to get me!" No, he's not. The Gargoyle King is dead. The Griffin Queen. She slayed him. She saved us. <laughs> and like,
1: this has to be like the fifteenth time she's had to do this. Yeah, like
0: this is this has been going on for a bit. The kid's asking, you know, since we're up, can we play? It makes us feel better. And Betty's like, fine, a quick round. And then she finds Fizzle Rocks. Whose is this? Who this belong to? It's Tyler's. And she gets in his face. Where did you get this? And we cut to Betty's room. The serpents. And uh, a serpent dealing Hiram lodge drugs are like one of his gangs. It's my fault. Uh, I left the serpents high and dry. And I left you high and dry. And drughead's all sad. You know, Weatherby's running Riverdale High like it's a police state and we don't even have a sheriff. Like, this quarantine is ridiculous.
1: So, hey, like, one good scene.
0: Eh, It's not really a good scene. It's just like, okay, the quarantine's been lifted, but this is the state the town is in. And so, (laughs) Betty's like, okay, well, you know, we need to see what we can do with Hiram. Attorney McCoy and I are just going to get Sister Woodhouse and the rest of her nuns to rat him out. And I love that attorney McCoy still like Sierra doesn't even really have a name. She's she was Mayor McCoy. Now she's attorney McCoy. It's so they couldn't even book. say Miss McCoy or Miss Sierra. Nope. Nope. It's attorney McCoy. Attorney it's your McCoy. job. It's your job. We cut back to Archie and he's in his cabin. He's using a radio and he is checking in with the other person. They uh, So he's clearing the woods. He is checking in, making sure that everything's good. Uh, we get this little note that like, there's been some bear sightings, so stay v- vigilant when you're clearing the trails. And Archie's just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Over and out.
1: Are you ready to leave the wilderness behind? I think um, I might sleep on
0: it. <laughs> Catch Reggie driving an old fashioned truck, and his tires blow, and he comes out, and a bunch of gargoyles attack him. You know, we know how this goes. We go to Veronica, and she's like, Oh, I'm so sorry, Reggie, that that happened. And, you know, my father is breathing down our necks. And Reggie said, you know, every time I make a beer run across the border, I take a different road. I've been changing it up. He just got lucky. And Veronica says, you know, my dad is saying that I have to give him 10%. 5% feels fair. Once he reviews these well-cooked books, he'll be none the wiser. And Reggie, like, looks at the fake books. It's like, has anyone told you you're a badass? And he is so clearly into her. Like we knew this was coming, but I love how he's playing it. Like they're act this is one thing that they have done so well is yes. Reggie. Uh-huh. Like they fixed Reggie. I love Charles Melton. No no offense to Ross Butler. Like we didn't get you enough. Like there are people who bitch about Charles. Like no. Sexy Squidward forever. <laughs> he's amazing. <laughs> like Charles Melton, you're doing a great job. Archie's walking in the woods.
1: Vegas barks at some hikers. And
0: it's like, yeah, it's fine. We'll come this way. Archie sees a bear print. And we hear some crack in the woods. Archie hears, turns around and we hear a growl. <sighs> Riverdale. A bear. A fucking, fucking bear. bear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was my immediate text Okay. to you. Okay,
0: I will, I will go with Archie gets mauled by a bear. But if Archie gets mauled by a bear and makes it out alive why the fuck is vegas alive that dog should be dead right if so if archie's not dead that dog should be dead and i fucking love vegas and i the, don't want vegas to die when the fuck did archie
1: learn how to track animals in the woods Because camping with his dad he's a woodsy boy i don't know <laughs> sure sure
0: that one i'm calling suspension of disbelief <laughs> so okay so he goes back to his cabin he calls on the radio i'm hurt come get me You know, he has to like undress because he has wounds and then he puts on a new shirt and he passes out in his bed.
1: But he like he he puts a rag in his mouth and pours alcohol. And I was like, are you a fucking surgeon, Archie? Do you know how to field dress a wound? You were never in Boy Scouts to our knowledge. You were an artsy sensitive kid. You didn't go outside except to bust rocks for construction with your dad.
0: No, he, remember his teacher used to say he'd know how to throw a punch and how to take one. I just don't buy it's just, yeah, any this of this bullshit. Maybe he can learn some shit in prison. I don't know.
1: Anyway, he fields dresses his fucking wound and lays down in his bed.
0: And uh, we go over to the Cooper house. And there's just a lot of commotion. The kids are everywhere. And Alice is just like, Betty, we don't have the resources to shelter these children. But the farm does. And she's taking a bunch of pills, which I assume are like farm supplements. But she's taking a lot of them. Um, Betty says, you know, mom, just let them stay until the end of the trial. They've imprinted on me. I'm their Griffin queen. <laughs> and Alice is fine. But as their queen, they're your responsibility, not mine. We go over to the McCoy's apartment, their hotel room, like wherever it is that they're living. And we find out that the sisters have taken a vow of silence. <laughs> yeah. So they won't be able to testify. Yeah. And Betty says, you know, I'll do it. And McCoy says, yeah but you've already admitted that you were on drugs and the jury won't believe you. That's fair. Yep. We head back to the nightclub. Hiram is there with his goons. You know, he says, I want 15% of your stuff so that the gargoyles won't mess with your stuff. Veronica's like, well, business has been slow. So how does 5% sound? And Hiram is just like, your parking lot's been packed. So um, I'm going to need to look at your books. So she gives him the books. Because
1: she's so smart.
0: And so he looks at him and he's like, all right, I'll settle for 10%. And Josie is practicing on stage. She's she's working. And uh, while she's singing, Hiram's just kind of like, you know, Josie's sounding incredible these days. Veronica says, you know, only the best at Le Bon Nuit. And Hiram just starts staring at her, like in a, in a creepy way. So now we're on the serpent grounds, you know, like where the trailers are. And Betty's in a serpent jacket, which like, we need to retcon some of this bullshit because where's her tattoo? Where was her initiation? Like, this is not cool, Jug. Like, she's not actually a serpent as far as what has been shown to the screen. She was at the beginning. At the beginning of the season, but we never saw her be initiated at all. Uh, Like, she hasn't gone through it unless she did do the serpent dance, but still. I think she's
1: been officially serpent queen.
0: It's stupid. Whatever. Jughead comes out... And it's just like, hey, I found out that a serpent has been selling fizzle rocks. It's no cool. This is this is being outlawed. If you do this, you're going to be exiled permanently. And Cheryl is just like, I think it's pretty ridiculous that you vanish for a month on some vision quest with your bestie, only to return and lecture us about responsibility. Oh, my God. You're so fucking privileged. You- but, I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. Cheryl's being a big cunt. That's just the way it is.
1: Well, she is. But again, it's not even that I hate Cheryl or I hate Madeline Pitch. I hate the fucking writers yes. for writing themselves into this fucking corner.
0: Like some of the other serpents are like, we got no money coming in. How are we supposed to survive? Oh, look, a legitimate. Like, concern. hey, you know, doing illegal shit was how we paid our bills. So what are we supposed to do? Jug? That's fair. Like, this is ga- this is gang life. This is how it is.
1: And what if somehow we had drained the fucking accounts of mm-hmm. the Blossom family So that somehow Cheryl was having to struggle.
0: Hey, she's living in a fucking palace, basically. And like, I know Thistlewood is like gone, but she no, Thornhill is still like messed up, but she's not Thistlewood.
1: I'm just, there's there's a way to do this Mm -hmm. where it is believable Mm -hmm. and they just didn't bother.
0: No. It's
1: fucking frustrating.
0: Yeah. Jughead's just like, all right, we're going to figure it out. We'll get back to you uh fp kind of yells out we'll figure it out and get back to you but in the meantime in unity there is strength which is lame but like that's their thing cheryl does not join in in this chant she is pissed she does not, she doesn't want to be told what she can and can't do because someone's whatever. ruining her fun
1: i i i i don't have the energy to to fight yeah, for it like, anymore it's so I don't.
0: Uh, Josie, we see Josie going home and as she's going to her door, a gargoyle starts chasing her. She gets in her door. They're banging on her door. She's screaming, go away. You know, next we cut quickly to Veronica and Reggie are there. Veronica's apologizing. I'm so sorry about this. And Josie just says, either you get this mess straightened out or Le Nuit has to find itself a new headliner. She's, she's not getting involved in this bullshit with her dad. Ever. Like Josie is smart. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. She's get dragged into all the shit. Uh, we go back to the Cooper house, and the Farmies there are handing out shirts with to the children. And Evelyn's there. At oh, the farm, and, and you can all be equal. Mm-hmm. You you won't be the only ones doing chores. <laughs> Betty comes in. She's really upset. You know, Polly, Evelyn, what are you doing? Oh, Mom calls. She said that you had your hands full. You want a t shirt?
1: Uh, no. And don't any of you take anything from these two vampires. They're bribing you.
0: Benny doesn't know what she's saying. When I escaped the sisters, the farm became my salvation, my family. Okay, as your Griff- Griffin queen, I promise to protect you all and keep you safe. Trust me, the farm is not safe. And then Evelyn comes in and is just like, didn't you tell me that the Gargoyle King and his henchmen broke into the house and terrorized you and your mom? And what and about-
1: all of the kids freak <gasps> out. And
0: what about the drugs we found here? And you're allowing the kids to put those dangerous chemicals into their bodies. And uh, they're too—they're t- too scared to tell you because you're a serpent. But they told us a serpent dealer named Fangs Fogarty.
1: Oh, oh,
0: what's the problem? Now we're at the Jones' trailer, and Fangs is freaking out. And Chuck is like, "You could have talked to us." And Fangs, I needed money. You were gone. Like the quarantine happened. I needed money. Um, what do you need the money for? My mom's sick. Which is this is a little eye rolly, like, because of course. but it's sad because i love fangs i love fangs too he's amazing like drew tanner is amazing i do not want anything to happen to fangs no totally um they could have done a little bit better like they could have picked something a little less uh the whole thing's
1: fucking stupid
0: it is he's, he's just like she's got treatments we can't pay for i was ashamed and like so you started dealing fizzle rocks you know where'd you get it the gargoyle gang and fangs is like okay so am i out now and Jughead goes, well, the punishment for breaking the code is immediate exile. However, you've had a rougher year than most, which is true. But FP is in the back watching all this and he is sighing because he can see like, you are fucking up, kid. Yep. This is not okay. He's nope. looking at Jughead like he is weak. And Jughead says, "Like, I'm willing to look the other way just this once, but this has to stay between us. And if I catch you dealing drugs again, you won't. I'm done. And we all know how this is going to play out. Like, you know, from the second he gave that edict. He's going to protect the dude and he's going to kick out the girls. That's how this plays out. That's just the way it is, yep. which is more sexist bullshit. They wanted to be better about it. He should have, you know, like it's just ugh. <laughs> just back. So now we cut to Cheryl and Tony are on, you know, they're at the lodge home and they're in the living room. They see the glamour egg that Hiram gave Hermione as a gift, I believe in season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I like the little callback. They're actually, I will say, this part of the season and the three episodes we've watched, they have done a lot of callbacks to previous episodes, which I liked and I appreciated. Anyway, so they're going to take the the J egg. And she goes, wait a minute, I'm feeling particularly brazen tonight. And she goes right into the study.
1: Could they have been any more on the nose? Mm
0: hmm. So now we cut to Archie's fever dream. He wakes up and he sees Cassidy and the dudes from the mine sitting there rolling dice.
1: I am loath to even give this credence.
0: Now, there's there's something about this that I do like, and we'll get to it. And so like, I do like that Archie instantly goes, I'm dreaming. I'm hallucinating from the loss of blood. You're like, this isn't you real. You guys are all dead. Yeah. And it's like, well, so then I talked to him. I was like, you have to play if you want to get back to Elder Vare. You have to win one round at least. Archie's like, fine, one round, whatever. We go to the Cooper house and we see Miss Weiss, who is the social worker. She's the same social worker we met in season one. I was like, hey, Miss Weiss, hi, yeah, same, same person. And she just says, look, this is, it's gonna be hard to get all these kids housed, like it just is, um, especially with the trauma. But I've dealt a lot with the sisters, and there's something you need to know about their affiliation with the church. So thank you, nice stranger. but we we head to the lodge study and veronica's there yelling at her dad she's like look josie was stalked daddy by those gargoyles of yours so tell me if i'm paying you 10 percent for your protection why is my headliner getting harassed and Hiram says because you had the audacity to deceive me cooking the books that's the move of a rank amateur so now i want the full amount that's owed me oh and your mother's glamour j egg was stolen and veronica's like what why is that my problem? It's like, well, it just is. He's like, I'm guessing it was Cheryl Blossom based on the calling card. And we see on his portrait is a giant lip print. It's like, fuck you, Cheryl. Just fuck you.
1: I hate everything about it. I have nothing good to say about Cheryl Blossom's character.
0: This this character, uh, this is shitty. It just says it's shitty. Like from top to bottom.
1: Well, for me, it's gone beyond shitty into, I don't know if you get to redeem her now. I don't know how you Again. do it.
0: Again again twice now they've had to redeem her yeah season one when she tried to commit suicide and then season two after they busted her out of conversion therapy and i i don't i don't know where else you go i don't i'm pissed we go back to the jones trailer and veronica's there talking jacket you got to fix this if cheryl took the egg then why did you come to me why didn't you go directly to her aren't you her king (laughs) it's like since when are you and your father aligned we're not. He's squeezing me. He's squeezing my business. So they, they go back and forth and basically Jughead strikes a deal. You pay the serpents to protect you. It's a win-win. You don't have to deal with your dad and we we get money in for the serpents. But the only thing is they have to get the egg back. I like it when Jughead and Veronica work together. Uh-huh. I do. Um, they have a nice mental back and forth that works really well and is fun without adding in the layer of romantic bullshit.
1: It brings out the smart, savvy part of Veronica mm-hmm. that I think got neglected for a while. Yes. When you put her with Jughead, now it's these two mm-hmm. business organizational leaders are having to go tête-à-tête.
0: It's similar to the uh, detective thing with Betty that he has, but here it's more like real life, savvy problem solvers without mm-hmm. any of the romantic stuff. And it's yep. fine. It is. It's just fun.
1: No, and it just it makes Veronica's character better, too.
0: It, exactly. It gives her a little more grounding. Mm-hmm. We go to the cabin. It's your turn, Red. Defeat the Hooded Specter of Death. So we have this thing where uh, Archie relives the Black Hood shooting of his dad, but this time he goes after the Black Hood. He kills him. So he comes back, and he's got the hood in his hand, and he's like, am I finished playing the game? But now he's talking to Warden Norton. He says, you know... The red paladin returns and uh, take a load off my boy. We're just getting started.
1: I do enjoy the Twin Peaksy Black Lodge vibe of this. It's quite fun.
0: Oh, it's great. Um, Because Ward Norton also has purple lips while he's talking. So it's great. Yep. Archie says, I'm not playing with someone who died from this game. And Norton's like, I didn't die. I ascended to the kingdom. And they, they talk about, you know, Joaquin, what happened to him. Well, that's the card he drew. It was like, it was his do or die moment. But you know all, all about those didn't you have one yourself with the black hood Archie's she's like, yeah, but I stopped him, but I'm still trapped here. Then that wasn't the moment, the place in time where it all went wrong. So you have to roll the dice to get back to elder Bear. And I'm just like, well, Archie has had a lot of fucked up moments. So this is going to take a while.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Cut to the prison, Betty and attorney McCoy are talking with sister Woodhouse and like, we know your secret. The church disbanded the sisters of quiet mercy during the Vatican II over allegations of cruel and inhumane practices. You and your sisters haven't been nuns for more than 60 years, which means your vow of silence won't hold up in court. So here's the deal. Testify against Hiram Lodge, and I won't have you charged with the following crimes. Child endangerment, illegal drug testing, human trafficking, and Sister Woodhouse just goes, fine, what do I have to do? (laughs) Swear in court that Hiram Lodge gave you the money and the drugs, and you'll have immunity. It's pretty straightforward. Yep. Sucks to be y'all. You did the crime. we go back to the serpent lair. They're having another meeting. And the shit goes down. He's super excited about the broker to deal for a new gig. Yay! But we've got some less celebratory reasons. Cheryl, Tony, Camere, what do we do? You broke into the Lodge apartment and stole a glamour egg, And so you got to get out.
1: Tony's fucking furious.
0: Yeah, she's like, no. You broke the code, turning your jackets and go. And Tony's like, I'm a serpent by blood. You can't take that away from me. Cheryl calls him. You hypocrite. You gave your drug dealing buddy Fangs a pass, but you crucify us. Ooh, yeah. And Tony's like, in case you were wondering how we know, Fangs told Sweet Pea, who told me? Who told me? (laughs) And, you know, if you're asking for your jacket, you should be asking for his as well. And Jug is just like, you're right. Fangs gave your jacket. And that is the way it should be. Yep. Like, they did call him like, this is some sexist bullshit. It's also some super privileged white rich girl bullshit. Because she thinks there are no consequences because she's paid none ever. She's never paid any consequences.
1: Oh, I wrote. I was like, Tony, leave her. Like, right now. Fucking disavow her. I do not understand why you put up with this shit.
0: So, like, we know this all gets... This is going to eventually get resolved. Of course. But part of the resolution of this needs to be Tony feeling... uh, She chose Cheryl over the serpents. And now she has nothing. And Tony needs to leave Cheryl. Like, that's how that needs to get resolved. Oh, yeah. So mad. So Cheryl
1: mad. is not worth leaving her entire... This
0: is her family. This is her actual family. Right. And, like, I get you're in love and you're blinded, but you were doing stupid shit. Again, 16, I'll allow it. I will I will give Tony a pass here. Cheryl, die in a fire. Because <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm so mad about it. Die in a fire right now. I'm so pissed which that would actually be really poetic after what happened to her mother so okay
1: <laughs> wow yeah i know
0: i went dark on that one
1: <laughs> so anyway so, cheryl and tony
0: they said we'll go but we're keeping our jackets and jack said it's fine but i need the egg back you need to give me that damn egg or veronica won't give us the contract and cheryl goes Why the hell would I care? I'm not a serpent anymore. And that's where it's like, see, you're such a... Like, you only want people for what they can do for you.
1: But Jughead calls her out.
0: He's like, I still believe you have some honor. And it's getting cold out. And the rest of us don't um, get to go back to Thistle House. Like, he did call her. He did point out, you have nothing to lose. And Cheryl kind of stood there and went... she She's like, okay, I could really fuck this up for other people who have protected her and came to her help, like they have and like yeah she's also like stepped up and helped the serpents but you can't fuck with their livelihood and that's what you've done
1: smash cut to pops
0: yeah uh reggie and veronica and jughead are talking and she goes well done trombolo which is the spanish a name for jughead in their translation <laughs> which i love i like that one was okay good. that's pretty good that one was good and jughead's just like this cost me a lot to get the ugly thing back so make sure you put it to good use nice and veronica's like don't worry i shall and in the meantime you and the serpents have your first assignment you ever hear of the gargoyle gang we go to the cooper house and tyler has been beat up and he's like what happened to you he's like you lied to us I saw the Gargoyle King. You said he was dead. He was in Fark's Forest. That's where he was with his other gargoyles and his gang. They beat me up. The Griffin Queen is a liar. She lied about the Gargoyle King being dead. And it's just become this big deal. And Betty's like, you have to believe me. The sisters are going to testify against the man in black and then you'll all be safe. Where, Betty? Where will they be safe? Hey,
1: let me ask a a quick question. Mm -hmm. Where the fuck is Ethel Muggs?
0: She's probably at home.
1: And why could we not have Ethel be the voice of reason? To like
0: help there. Yeah. Like Ethel should be there. Ethel should be there. Like she shouldn't be living there, but she should be coming there every single day to like help check in on them because she did help free them. But she's like, I think the the logical place is that that's where she lives. She's at home or she's at the farm. I can see that happening. She is very susceptible to uh, brainwashing. Clearly. Mm. I go back to the cabin. Your turn, Red Paladin. Pick your quest card. Picks up his card, would say, Kill the Gargoyle King. Are you sure? Read it again. Kill the Man in Black. You have your marching order. Slay the dragon. So Archie gets up, he opens the door, and he's instantly in Hiram's study. There's a gargoyle portrait above his desk instead of the one of him. And Archie's just like, The Gargoyle King, the Man in Black. How many names do you have, Hiram? And Hiram's like, I know why you've come. Do you genuinely think killing me will solve all your problems? And Archie's and I'm like, I should have done it that night. This is my do or die moment before you had me arrested. And Hiram was just like, yeah, that was pretty stupid for you to come here and threaten me with your plans. I mean, what was I supposed to do? Not have you arrested? Put that down, Archie. And Archie's got a knife in his hands. And the thing I love about Hiram's lines here is he's basically saying all the shit that the fans have been complaining about. Like, why <laughs> is Archie so fucking stupid? Why would you tell somebody, my plan is to, to snuff you out? And he's like,
1: you're not gonna stab.
0: Yeah, so they, uh, we get the shadow of you know him knifing Hiram. We cut back to the cabin. He comes in. He's got a bloody knife. Only this time, it's his friend's. It's Betty in the pink dress from episode one of season one with her hair down. It's Jughead, and then it's Veronica also in a season one outfit. She's got her cape on. I love that I love that. That made me so happy.
1: They're all in those very first outfits. Mm-hmm.
0: Jugheads isn't really first, but he it's more season one Jughead. But that was like the super vulnerable moment with Betty, and that's when he first saw Veronica. So that, that was great. One last round. Betty's like, have you been working on any new songs, Arch? I'd love to hear some. And Arch is like, I've never, I haven't played guitar in forever. I'm not the same person anymore. And we see Veronica and she's got her cape on. She's also wearing her pearls. We haven't seen her pearls in a long time. And it's like, you have to play. It's the only way back. Back to what? Eldervere. Riverdale, Innocence. Come on, Arch, time to play. So he's got this really cute D20 in his hand. He rolls it. And uh, we see Hiram goes home. He's getting a drink and he sees... The glamour egg on his desk, but has been smashed to pieces with a note from Veronica that says no deal. It says new deal. No, no deal. deal. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's great. We cut to the McCoy's apartment and we've got Nana Rose, Cheryl, Fred there. And Betty's just like, thanks for meeting me here. A lot of the patients from sisters of quiet mercy have been orphaned or disowned. And my mom and I have been housing them, but we can't do that anymore. Are you guys able to help and take some in? just until the sisters testify against Hiram. And Fred is like, you know, I can take some in, you know, especially with Archie gone. I have the room. Nana Rose, you know, she's like, I've saved many children from that particular circle of hell before, and I'll be happy to do it again. Cheryl says, Nana and I will board some of the girls at Thistle House. McCoy says, we have a pullout here, and I'll house a couple. And Betty is just like, thank you, thank you. And also, again, Betty's sweater here is straight from the comic book. It's white with puffy sleeves with those black fuzzy balls all over it i've seen that in the comic book for sure love it love it i love those little touches we go to the jones's trailer fp is just like what is the deal with the lodges that's veronica not a lodge she's still a lodge boy don't you ever forget it you need to listen to fp he's not always dumb (laughs) he's he's not always not not always dumb like he's made some mistakes
1: i want you to be a better king than me
0: Make us players instead of pawns. That's what I'm trying to do, Dad. Then put me in. Uh, and he he's like, I'm tired of sitting on the sidelines. I am not made for it. And that's true. The FP is not one to not take action.
1: Except he was all ready to retire there for a while.
0: Well, it's because he was he was hanging out with Alice.
1: And then Jughead Fredo'd him.
0: Yeah, a little bit. So we've got Reggie driving along and the, the truck gets stopped and the gargoyles come out and we're just like we gotta stop meeting like this and it's <laughs> like you you really don't want to go go back there to the to the cargo and the serpents come out and attack all the gargoyles it's an ambush and so they they grab one guy i'm
1: so pissed they should they should fucking mask off
0: I, and the way that guy was standing i was like it's kevin Kevin's oh yeah the mask. i really think a lot of the gargoyles are the rotc guys mm-hmm Because that would make so much sense, especially with them being on fizzle rocks and the brainwashing. It would be perfect. So you heard it here. I say that's Kevin. And Jughead just goes, I want you to go back to your Gargoyle King or your Man in Black or Hiram Lodge. I want you to tell him that Veronica Lodge is now under the protection of the serpents and that Riverdale has not fallen.
1: And as Serpent King storms off, FP's like, that's my boy.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, We go to the Cooper house and nobody's there. Betty, where are the kids? After that one was attacked I called Edgar and asked for his advice. He came and took them from the farm. You only missed him by like five minutes.
1: Oh, Alice Cooper.
0: Mm-hmm. We went to the cabin. It's your turn, Archie. You have to pick a quest card. And Archie's like, is this the last level? Sure feels like it, doesn't it? And Archie gets up. He goes through the door. And now he's in his room at home. And he sees himself asleep in his own bed. And he's got a bat in his hand. And Fred comes up. So you don't have to do this, son. And Archie's just like, he's the one who got me into trouble. Not the Black Hood, not the Gargoyle King, not Hiram Lodge. Him. It's the only way. You could forgive him.
1: It's You're too- not the villain you think you are. Fred, heard- with the same advice. I
0: love it, Fred. Uh, and you know, Archie continues, if I ever want to go back to Riverdale again, I have to destroy that part of me. It's weak. It's bad. It's stupid. And so this is the thing I like about this. Archie's been surrounded by some really shitty adults. We've talked about that before. Yeah. Uh, Really predatory adults. But one of the things that has happened in this show is that Archie has never learned from his mistakes. No. So here we have Archie finally being like, wow, it wasn't this thing. It wasn't this thing. Like, I'm the problem. Like, there is a part of me that needs to go. So like it's a little badly done, but I do, again, I like the fact that there's a part of Archie's like, I need to accept the fact that I had a part in this and I have to kill that part of myself that made these stupid decisions. So Archie starts like hitting the bed over and over again we assume he's like killing himself in his dream. We cut over to Le Bon and Veronica is now singing maybe this time from Cabaret. And I actually like this version of the song, but I don't like the way she's singing it. Uh, Reggie comes in and he's making eyes at Veronica and I just I love their relationship because it's so natural yes um, there's a lot more give and take and it doesn't feel like the one is has a skewed view of the other they're just a better match they, they, they just are they are and they kiss and it's really hot <laughs> We go to the woods, and we've got the music still playing under all this, which is really great. Jughead and FP are there, and they're talking to Fangs. Like, we were talking, do you want to go undercover and join the Gargoyle King? We need a man on the inside. And, you know, are you in? And Fangs is like, it'd be an honor. And I, this is actually a great way for them to redeem Fangs, like, in Serpent Universe. In the
1: moment, I fucking hated it. But logically, it it makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Betty gets a phone call. It's Attorney McCoy. She's like, oh, I was just reviewing our questions for the sisters. Don't bother, Betty. The sisters are gone. Huh? An anonymous donor posted their bail. Hiram Lodge. It's like, but not before leaving a message. And so we see the empty jail cell and it says, we joined to thee. Does that mean anything to you, Betty? She goes, oh, God, I think I know where they went. So Betty goes to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. She's got a flashlight. She goes to the gargoyle chamber. And they are all there dead in a mass suicide with the with blue lips
1: bowing before the dark lord mm-hmm.
0: and so veronica continues to sing we see her this and blah 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 and so we cut to the cabin and the rangers have shown up to find archie and he is completely passed out his eyes are open and it's to make the whole world think he's dead River.
1: Fuck this episode.
0: But of course he's not dead. Like, this show's not, like, deep or cool enough to kill off Archie. <laughs> like, it's just not. Like, it's just, it's not gonna happen. Like, uh, that's, like, a- 90% of your beefcake. I mean, Charles Milton is hot, but it's all about Archie's abs. Mm-hmm. So. K-
1: KJ is quite nice to look at.
0: He's, you know, he's cute. And I do, I do like him better with the red hair. Well, yeah. He, he carries it very well.
1: So anyway. that episode's over
0: yeah sorry we're late but we'll be we'll be we'll get back up on track here pretty soon oh yeah but again thank you so much for listening um if you want to get our quick instant takes on the friday after new episodes you can join our patreon um at the two dollar and up level that's also where you can get our patreon exclusive chilling adventures of sabrina we are up to episode six on that right now. We're going to get those all done here pretty soon. We're having a lot of fun with that show. We're super excited about Sabrina.
1: And hey, we have some new patrons to shout out.
0: We do. We had uh, two new patrons join. We've got Jimmy and Laura. Thank you so much for joining. We're so happy to have you. So until next time.
1: Hashtag go, go Bulldogs. Bulldogs.
0: Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at Macintosh and at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.